Hello, this is Candice Wu on the Embody Podcast, and right now you're listening to a mini-series within the larger Embody Podcast. It's called the Alive Now series, and this is a series I just started now, and I want to continue it on and see how it goes, but um, I've been called to speak more authentically and more in the moment, more in process, and more just in time without editing and without polishing it up and with what's alive right now in the moment. It's felt like an inner calling that um, I want to be able to do this and challenge myself to this as well as share what's happening because what's alive in me right now has often been a source of good conversation with people or resonating with people in a way that helps bring them a feeling that they're not alone or helps them understand what they're going through or adds to my experience as well. So Alive Now has a lot of meanings, multiple meanings here. What's alive in the moment? What's alive now? Live now. To to live now and to be present and to be fully with what my experience is and to share it and to express it. And also, to some degree, it's live, uh, this podcast, but because I will have a bit of tweaking and editing by my editor, just minorly, to make the sound quality good, it will be edited and put out there as soon as possible. What I also find interesting about sharing what's alive in me right now is that it's often filled with many emotions. It's complex. Sometimes the most alive thing feels also tainted or touched by fear because it's pushing me to my edge and my boundary. And it often is filled with other emotion. Maybe it's joy or maybe it's sadness or grief or anger, whatever it is, the combination makes it feel very alive in the moment, makes me feel like I'm full in myself and completely here. A second fascinating thing about sharing what's alive right now is that I've often experienced other people healing around the same issues or the same themes. And Maybe they're across the world, or maybe they're connected with me in some way, or not at all, and they're just strangers. And so I found that dialogue to be incredible. So feel free to share with me what happens as you hear my thoughts, my feelings, what's present for me, and spontaneous. And I'd be happy to hear from you. I respond to every single message. And if you don't get a response from me, try again, because chances are I just didn't get it or something happened or I didn't see it. So what's alive for me right now? The other day, my editor told me how many hours he had spent on editing this particular podcast, which was an interview. And granted, it took much longer than the normal podcasts where it's just me talking or um, a live interview. But this one was on Skype and meshing the two audio tracks for the best sound quality was a longer process than normal. And he told me how many hours and what I was thinking about, wow, that cost me a lot of money. Thinking about like a podcast and spending that money, investing that money 
in what I'm doing here and sharing to the world the way I am. And that scared me. And for moments, I, I stopped and just witnessed this whole fear thread go on in my mind. Maybe you shouldn't do it. Maybe it's not worth it anymore. What are you doing? Wow, can you really spend that much money on this? And of course, my editor is completely worth it. So it wasn't that. It was more so an eye-opening moment where I realized how much money I was investing in this process. And the question came, do I want to invest this in the process? So a couple of things came out of this. The question of why am I doing this? And is this worthy of my time and money and energy? And also a second piece came up as I sat with some of the feelings. I'm kind of fast forwarding because it wasn't just like it happened all in one sitting. A night went by and in the morning I totally stressed and had about an hour or two of super stressful sleep, the kind where you're just thinking and obsessing, but you're not really thinking clearly even because you're sort of half asleep. And either way, it's not getting you sleep and it's not getting you proper thinking or being with yourself, really. And I could just feel the fear pervade my body. And luckily, I could witness it and explore it deeper. And so that next day, I, which was just about yesterday, I sat with it and talked to the fear. And for a while, nothing came up. And eventually, I was talking to my partner and realized that the fear, the belief underlying the fear was about not being worthy, not feeling worthy to invest in myself. And I knew those were the right words because it would bring me tears. And I didn't quite know why. I, for, after all, I, I could invest in myself in other ways, like in therapy and healing work, in um, investing in my business or my practice, investing energy and time into things that I don't know what the fruits of will be. And for this particular feeling, what revealed itself was that my great-grandma, who I, whom I grew up with and just loved so much growing up and now, she always, uh, when it came time to give her like the bedroom of her choice in the new house that we moved into, or um, giving her a new mattress because hers was about 15 years old, she would always choose the least, like the smallest option, the oldest option, the one that gave everyone else the least stress. So she chose the tiny little room that was actually meant to be a laundry room, and she wanted that, or seemingly wanted that. And when we tried to give her a new mattress, we even changed it for her. She stubbornly went and changed it back, climbed all the stairs. I think she was like 88 years old, and she just lifted it all the way back up and, and returned, recovered her own mattress and gave the new one to, I think, my sister. And what I realized was that there was so much pain in seeing my great-grandma reject 
things that could be investing in her and that she could receive and that we want, all wanted to give her. And at the same time, I could feel her love in giving it all to us. But there's something left in that feeling of worthiness to invest in yourself there. And so I used, when I felt into that, I already was grieving and some energy inside my body was moving. I could feel sensations of tingliness in my chest and some tightness breaking up and opening. And I could breathe a little better. And to let it move a little farther, I used forgiveness. And it's something I use with my clients as well as um, with my own healer who taught it to me. And I use the words, I forgive myself for judging myself, for believing that I'm unworthy of investing in myself. And I also used, I forgive myself and my ancestors for all the times and places that we felt unworthy of investing in ourselves. And that just let the rest of it move. And granted, I do have a lot of practice with letting feelings move through my body without blocking them or without holding tight. And so I could just feel that release. And as soon as that happened, it was maybe an hour or two later that I just felt like I'm totally renewed with energy about continuing this podcast and even coming up with new ideas around it and feeling like I am worthy of investing in. What was also quite nice in contrast to my story about my great-grandma was that I learned that my partner, he had a story that seemed to be opposite that about his grandmother, where he said that his grandmother would, even recently, even in her 80s, she bought a $3,000 thousand euro um, desk, a very nice desk for herself because she wanted a desk and how easy it was for her to do that. And also excited she was to be able to pass that down in the family line that someone else would be able to have it later. But that just brought even more heightened awareness around what my experience was. So if this is resonating with you in any way, I'd encourage you to explore it deeper. Perhaps it's about experiencing how you invest in yourself or your own worthiness or learning a tool that I've shared today about forgiveness or feeling emotions through the body or talking with fear. I didn't elaborate on it too much, which I will another day, but I'd be curious for you how it's touching you and in what ways and Again, I'd encourage you to share that with me. I want to mention two other pieces today that seem to touch in on this as well. Just this morning, I got an email from somebody that I just burst into tears because this person wrote that they had listened to my podcast and felt like it had resonated with them in some ways and that they were experiencing some similar things. And that this weekend, they were singing, this is part of their career, um, they were singing and performing and found themselves feeling tightness in their chest and a lot of anxiety and gasping for air even. And then later when they were at yoga, the same feeling came, this gasping for air and a lightheadedness. 
And as this person went to create their intentions for that day and sit with themselves, they noticed shaking in their legs and a lot of feelings moving through. What they said to me was that instead of dismissing their feelings, pushing them away, not feeling them, or even having huge concern or fear about the experience, they instead were able to be with themselves, even voice to their partner that they understood what was going on to some degree and and let them know what they needed about this um, navigating through their feelings. And within a couple of hours, all of these emotions had passed and they were diffusing some oils and drinking some yummy teas, loving their inner selves with practices that we had worked on together before. And I've also received a few other messages from people where they felt like this really described something they were going through and it had helped them put together some of the pieces of what they were experiencing. Oh, I'm realizing now that I haven't even mentioned which podcast this is. Um, It's the one on spiritual and existential crisis. It's called Freedom and Expansion, the Terrifying Gifts of Spiritual and Existential Crisis. And um, this is one of the things that happens to me when I record live is I just forget to say some details. Um, So here it is. But I am so touched by all of the messages I've received and all of the personal and vulnerable stories that have come my way because of what I've shared. And this is one of the joys that I have of sharing so deeply and being on the receiving end of the story of your souls. So thank you so much for listening and following along and giving that feedback to me as well. And at the edge of wondering and inquiring why I'm doing this podcast, these pieces of feedback have just given me so much heartfelt delight and gratitude and purpose as well for expressing myself in this way. Um, So it comes with my personal purpose of growth and vulnerability and challenging myself to be at my living edge, but also to hear and to converse with people about what they're going through. It's just one of my joys. The last Alive Now piece I want to share today is about someone who passed away recently, Avicii. Um, His name is Tim Bergley. He's a Swedish musician and DJ. And a lot of you may know his music because it's beautiful and it's lively. And actually, for the longest time, I'd known his music but didn't know him specifically as the artist. Like, I, I didn't know the name of who sang this song, Wake Me Up. As I learned about his death recently, I also just burst into tears and I wasn't sure why. And I think it's so interesting to hear things in the news and to hear things about other people because it really provides some stage for exploring my inner world and not that, not to um, take away from what's actually happened, like the passing of, of Tim Bergley and the sadness that's around that for a lot of people, including his family and his his listeners. But it gave me a lot of sadness 
just to know that he's so young. And when he was, I believe it was in 2012 or maybe 2014, I can't remember now, but he realized that he was on this path to death. And he even said in his documentary that if I keep on going on this pathway, if I keep on performing, I'm going to die. And from things I've read, apparently he had told press and media that he did not want to be lured back into that world because he knew that it would kill him. And it had gotten so bad, so rock bottom, it seemed, that he knew he had to make a change. And then that he died two years later or a couple of years later, that just, that just hit me really hard because it hit me in the spot where I know there are certain things that I need to do for my own self-care, another level of letting my body take the lead and listening and doing exactly what my body wants, not pressuring it to do more. That level of self-love and care is what my body's been asking for. And there are ways that I've pushed it aside even. Even here where in Bali, where I'm able to take a lot of time to rest, I found myself pushing and challenging myself to go out and do something or to do a little piece of work. But hearing this story yesterday just gave me another moment of grieving for myself and also feeling sad for for the world and for him, but mostly grieving for myself that I also need to make certain changes internally and to give in and surrender to what my soul and body are asking for. So I leave you with that today. And if that touches you in any way, to ask yourself, what is it that you're needing? What is it that your soul or your body are asking for that you know you need to listen to? And perhaps you've been pushing aside like me or like the person whose email I shared about how they would often dismiss and push away what they were feeling, but now has stopped to listen and feel. So what is it that something inside of you has been whispering or saying or screaming to you even, and that comes in small little intuitive thoughts that come quickly or feeling senses, an emotion that comes and asks of you to feel through and listen to what it is, or a sensation in your body that needs to move through and give you some sort of wisdom. So I hope today that these thoughts will give you something interesting to chew on, or just let you have more pieces of my story, or give you a chance to look into your heart and see what it is you need or how you might need or want to invest in yourself. What areas do you want to give forgiveness to? Or just tuning into how the world is affecting you and looking at one piece of what touches your heart. Thanks so much for listening in today. And I look forward to sharing more on the Alive Now series of the Embody podcast. And if you're interested in listening to the podcast on spiritual crisis or existential crisis, check out my webpage at candicewu.com slash podcast where you'll find that podcast as well as all the rest that have been there. 
And if you are interested in staying tuned with me with other healing tips, workshops, retreats, blog posts, and the like, you can sign up for my newsletter at candicewoo.com slash embody. Be well today, and I hope to see you next time on the Embody podcast.